0: presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
1: With
2: clerk ready now, one-two pitch, ground ball,
1: second base, Simeon's got it, on to first to Nate Lowe, and a hello World Series. The Rangers have won their third American League pennant. They stream out of the dugout and are jumping up and down between the mound and first base. For the first time since 2011, the Rangers are going to the World Series after having six consecutive losing seasons. What an amazing year this has been. And there's more baseball to be played.
3: And there he was, Eric Nadell, Texas Rangers Radio Network. Of course, we are a Rangers affiliate. And uh, who knows, we may have some, uh, on one of our family of stations, we may have some World Series action to share with you. Uh, Very, very exciting times. The ALCS. Game 7. And I got to say, Aaron, that was another night of, I understand, maybe it was a decent game. I never once looked over to see what was happening in the football game. I didn't Sunday night. (laughs) I didn't Monday night. I just, it was too much. And even when they got the big lead, I just couldn't. It was like too big of a moment for Rangers fans and everybody who's suffered along with this team for years and years. I know we have Astros fans as well. But, um, boy, today Rangers fans, I think, are wanting to sound off uh, understandably excited about what happened. Uh, I think the line at academy stores all over the state, or at least where Rangers fans are, <coughs> of course they have, I think, the, the, the Astros T-shirts printed and the Rangers World Series. Well, I'm sure somebody will have one of those Astros shirts floating around. But to the victor go the spoils. And I saw at my local academy today, like, uh, just pictures of huge lines, people waiting to get their World Series gear. I bet they're out in Arlington today uh, waiting for everything to open up there. And, of course, there had been a pre-sale. In fact, I received an email the other day, a World Series pre-sale. I would imagine pretty much all those tickets are already gone maybe there's something on the secondary market but uh, that will be phenomenal and what's going to be great is Aaron you know getting to sit back and watch another game seven tonight knowing uh, the team we cover and the team you and I have grown up rooting for is already sitting in there waiting Rangers beat the Astros 11-4, to and all that talk, Aaron, that's why you got all kind of, you know, oh, Christian Javier, oh my gosh, his first 21 innings were scoreless in the postseason. It's like Kofax and all those unbelievable things we were saying about him. He could not get out of the first inning. I mean, it's like the first time that's happened since 1945 that he could only get one out. Starting pitcher in a World Series, only getting one out, and they had to go get him. And then Dusty went to sleep a little later. I mean, Dusty's got a guy out there kind of, boy, he is uh, uh, French. What's his name here? France. France, yeah. He was 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 struggling. Yeah, he had the mustache. He was kind of struggling out there a little bit. And I would say Evan Carter – Really and the game wasn't over at that point, but boy he did break it open and made it six two off France. And I think everybody was kind of looking around, including Rangers and Astros fans, like you are gonna go get him? Hey Dusty, you gonna go get it you gonna go get that guy? And he leaves him in to face Adolis, who promptly, of course, drives in a couple more runs to make it eight two. And I would say from eight two. It was just kind of celebration was on. Just kind of let's have some fun. I think the Astros knew they were sunk. I mean, they tried to kind of hang in there, but there's nothing better than silencing a home crowd like that. And for the Rangers to do what they did in these last two games. And, Aaron, what is it now? How many postseason road games have they won in a row? Eight? Eight? I mean, that ties the Yankees record in nineteen ninety six, I believe it was. It's crazy. Eight road games in a row. And then I I'm sure people out there were a lot like I was. And Aaron, if you come across anything on Twitter or anything, we if we want to play any audio from that post game, I just had fun watching it last night, watched the whole thing. The only thing I was bummed about I wanted Adolis Garcia to talk. And, and and I know sometimes some of uh, the Dominican players, or uh, Adolis is actually Cuban, um, you know, need a translator. But uh, P- Big Poppy and Arod are both great, you know, with Spanish. Like they're both great translators. They did it the other night with Jordan Alvarez, and it was great. Just perfect. And so. I kept waiting for Fox to bring Adolis over, and it was like Valdi and Corey and and Simeon. I mean, I was happy to hear from all those guys. But, I mean, you know, I wanted to hear from the MVP. Now, Aaron, I, for some reason, and I paused it for a little while to go do something, and I came back and started watching all the celebration. The one thing I didn't, because people were sending me text about, like, oh, gosh, Ray Davis. And Ray's the owner of the Rangers, principal owner. I I did not see whatever Ray had to say. Did they Aaron on the podium? And I don't know if you stayed with it or not. Did they talk? Did they do a an interview when they handed the MVP with the Dolis, like through the translator?
4: I didn't stick around okay.
3: that long. Yeah. Let us know if you were watching. Like I want that. If they did that, I really want to have that on today because. And watching all that post game, I kept wanting to hear from Adolis, and I didn't get to hear from him. But what an incredible, what an incredible game that was! And I just thought, I, I thought kind of like I thought Seager's home run just boy set the tone. I thought that was interesting, Aaron. Like on on uh, MLB, they have win probability. The moment the Rangers scored first. They, they had been given, like, a 48% chance of winning, which is fine. I mean, you know, pretty much 50-50. It went up immediately to 58.1%. It jumped 10.3%. So it must have been 47-8 or whatever. Um, Seeger, who struggled a, a lot in this series, as well as Simeon, he broke out last night. And, and that's just... What a good sign aaron to uh to have your big bad guy you know get that done i, I just thought man that was uh that that was a big that was a big moment and then Odolis uh, hits that fly ball to right field to make it four to one and i just i just thought man that That was a huge moment, and, of course, he's under their skin. And at that point, the win probability with the Rangers with a 4-1 lead goes up to 80.5% with a 3-1 lead. Exit velocity on that was 104.2. Aaron, when they showed that, like, from a profile-type deal, like, it – it did not look like he even destroyed it like he normally does, but he just kind of so strong, unbelievable raw strength that he just kind of he just hit a big pop out there to the right side, and he just goes out of the park. I mean, Lowe has that kind of strength. He hit one at one point. Um, everybody got in on the fun. And I thought that was a big moment when Scherzer, um, you know, Jordan triples and, and Houston gets it to 4-2. Um, and, you know, Scherzer, who was not great, obviously, and only made it through two and two-thirds, he, he kind of calmed things down. I mean, again, it wasn't great. And then of course Montgomery comes in, and he settled things down in a big way. I mean that what a what what a the ability Aaron to bring those kind of people in that are just that comfortable, and can just kind of get you through the middle innings and pitch for a while. What did he go three innings or whatever? I just felt like that great. And then and then as he always does, um, I mean. it, it I'm trying to think when it was – I mean, I guess truly low put the finishing touches to make it 10 to, But, I mean, it, it the whole thing was just great. Uh, Evan Carter's double on the line drive out to right field. Aaron, how many times did poor Kyle Tucker have a shot at balls at, <laughs> uh, at the wall? And he just couldn't quite get it done. His glove was almost there. One almost hit his glove. And he made he robbed one guy, and it was poor Jankowski. I was glad to see Jankowski get a hit. He did get a hit in the series late in the game. And I think just to remind us of his greatness in the bottom of the ninth, that I thought that was, you know, for Astros fans at least, one tiny little moment. Altuve hits that uh, hits a hits a home run, and that gets him up to Aaron. What is that? Twenty six homers all time in the postseason, something like that. I think Manny Ramirez has twenty nine. Unreal, unreal, for Altuve. I do not. I know a lot of people dislike Altuve. I I don't. I really don't. I, I and I and I thought that was interesting what Richard Justice had to say to us the other day about Altuve. In his opinion, did not participate, did not like the Aaron. I always thought he was kind of part of the trash can thing and the cheating, and and the way it was described to us the other day is that it didn't help him or he didn't like it or whatever. Now again, none of those guys broke it up, right? I mean AJ Hinch tried to pull some of the equipment apart but the Rangers uh Rangers get it done in convincing fashion and now we sit back and tr- and find out tonight who they play Aaron I I if you go on history you would say you want to play the Phillies but I I I don't – I feel like the Phillies are a scarier team with more playoff seasoning than these Diamondbacks. The Phillies, the Rangers have kind of a shocking um, consecutive game streak of like 12 wins. But I just don't really trust that. I mean, maybe I should, but I think I would rather see the – the D-backs in the World Series. Now, for TV purposes and everything, everybody's rooting for a, a Phillies-Rangers series. That just sounds better. Um, I think that's a better market. It's a better sports market. You get the Northeast involved. Phillies, just a more established brand, obviously, have been in place longer. Aaron, any preference between the Phillies and the D-backs?
4: No, I've kind of went back and forth. I think that once you get past the top two pitchers for Arizona, there's a bigger drop-off than there is with the Phillies. But they both have great lineups, and Rangers have home-field advantage against both of them. So, I, But a slight lean towards Arizona, I guess.
3: Oh, man. Oh, can the Rangers, uh, you, you should be able to defer, Aaron. You just say, no, we don't want home-field advantage. We want <laughs> to keep winning all these games on the road. It will be interesting to open the World Series with a team that just dropped three straight at home. Imagine that, Aaron. You drop three straight at home in a World Series, in an in a ALCS, and you still win the series. Like that's crazy.
4: <laughs> like it doesn't we, make any sense. Yeah, it sounds weird when you say it. Like that can't be true.
3: <laughs> now tonight's matchup, and boy, I, I like that Suarez. Both these guys have put up great numbers in the postseason. Uh, fought P F A A D T. fought i'm gonna I don't think we pronounced the P. He is. He is uh, 0-0 and with a 2 ERA and 15 strikeouts. Suarez, the lefty for the Phillies, is 1-0 with a, a 0.64 ERA. Now, Aaron, that would that be just in the – have these guys pitched a couple of games? No, they wouldn't have, right, in this series. No, no, no. So this would be for the postseason numbers, you think? Yeah. I would I would think, I would just think if Suarez would have more strikeouts than that. 1-0, 0.64, surely he didn't have 13 strikeouts. I just think that Suarez did have a great outing last time out. Um, I'm looking right now, Aaron, at that Arizona. Like, let's see, the lineup. And... It's just it's wild to look at a lineup and, and see like Longoria, a name we've known forever, down there hitting seventh, DHing and hitting seventh. Um and then I was looking at the other lineup. I mean in oh wow. It's gonna be it's just gonna be fascinating to see how they line these things up. Uh I don't know. We'll look and get you the lineups in tonight's game, but I I'm just v- way more familiar with the Phillies hitters. Even down to like Castellanos hitting seventh. Uh and again he's been hitting seventh. I don't know if I've seen a lineup yet or uh yet and I imagine we'll have that any minute now for tonight's game. Aaron, what's the uh first pitch on that? Seven oh seven, I believe is what I have. At 7.07 Central for the D-backs and the Phillies. Two Game 7s in these series. How fun is that? And again, that's on TBS. I have just not watched much of this series because I've been so caught up in the Rangers. But tonight, we'll all tune in and check that out. And we also have, Aaron, the start of the NBA tonight. I mean, you talk about sneaking up on us. This is the um, opening night in the NBA, and we've got the Lakers in Denver. Denver will do the the banner ceremony and all that, and of course Joker will just sit there and not care. Um, and then, um, and then also Phoenix is in Golden State tonight. Aaron, I do not want you to be shocked. Um, Bill, the new the new great player for uh for Phoenix, the Suns. Um he will be in street clothes tonight. <laughs> As a precaution, they will not play him with some kind of nagging something. Goodness gracious. I'm really shocked by this. I'm sitting here looking at the at that at that, at that arena, Aaron, on a secondary market and seats in the in the 200 sections um for like 140 bucks to go see Warriors and Sons tonight wow that shocks me um it does not does not seem right okay it is uh the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas we'll do the blitz at 3:40 but next we'll continue to react to the Rangers in the World Series, returning to the World Series for the first time since
5: 2011. That is next. This is, this is ESPN Central Texas. King of the
6: road. When we say at UBO Business
4: Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, KISSER, and Lexmark copiers and printers, We're not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
8: An exceptional experience and extraordinary results, that's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real world experiences and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue
5: Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com. How many miles across Texas have you and
0: your team walked for Let's Walk Waco? As we wrap up our walk this year, join us for the Diabetes Awareness Fair and Let's Walk Waco Wrap-Up Party on Saturday, November 4th from 1 to 3 at the Doris Miller Community Center at 1020 Elm Avenue. We'll have diabetes education, screening and resources along with a one mile walk, fitness demos and fun for the whole family. So keep logging those miles and remember every step counts.
11: It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking
12: and cracks
5: in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt
3: Mosley Show, and we are celebrating uh, the uh, Rangers making it to the World Series. And I got one thing they're going to have to guard against is beating Houston in the comeback fashion that they did it felt like the end of something last night they're going to have to kind of get the celebration out of their system reset and keep going because the 2010 rangers when they got into the world series and won that ALCS over the yankees they like it was just it was kind of like it was such a huge moment for the franchise to win their first pennant and everything that I don't think they ever kind of got, I don't think they got refocused and were ready to roll against what turned out to be a great giants team with tremendous starting pitching. And they just didn't quite, uh, they didn't quite get it going, but the Rangers uh, now win game seven 11-4 Eleven to four, over the Astros, and that crowd. By the time the Rangers had that three nothing lead, it, it just it, you just could hear a pin drop in there. There was nothing. All those folks behind the plate. I mean, it was just really, um, amazing to watch it. And then it was kind of neat that Adolis Garcia just made it official. And with his night that he had, and and he sets a new record for RBI in an ALCS with 15. Aaron, do you remember who had the record? Oh, wait a second. Maybe we should do our Schmaltz's trivia question of the week. Texas, if you want to win this one, who did who did um, uh, Adulis pass for the most RBI in a postseason series? And I think it's the I think we would say it's the I think it's all postseason series. But the guy that he passed did it. I'll help you here. Did it in the, hmm, no, I think he he may have done it in the, uh, now that I think about it, was it the AL? Aaron, in 2011 before, okay, okay, I can't ask these questions because I'll give it away. I've I've already dropped a lot of clues, but he did do it in the ALCS. Who did Adolis pass? Who was it? Who did he play for? Uh, for the most RBI in a uh, in an a- in ALCS. Uh, let us know on the text line. That's 254. That's a CNC Collision Center text line. 254 662 And um, you'll win two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. And, Aaron, I did notice that, I, and I can't remember, I think it's only there for two weeks, but that jalapeno cheese bread is being offered at Schmaltz's right now. Pretty sure I saw that either on Nelson Rue, the owner of Schmaltz's, somewhere on the social media. Uh, they do have their, their decorated and wonderful jalapeno cheese bread. And um, I think everybody should uh, should try that out. So Rangers now are uh, – and, and Aaron, it's kind of funny to think about, like, how the Astros made fun of the Rangers for celebrating when they clinched the playoffs. Then they lost the next day, and people tried to blame it on maybe they were hung over or they celebrated too much. For them to do this was so great. On so many levels. Now, that said, I mean, Aaron, I brought this up yesterday. Seven cheaters or no cheaters? Because they can't cheat really anymore, right? They may have cheated early on in this. But seven straight trips to the ALCS. Let's, uh, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. And... Uh, and then, again, that kind of rivals to me what Gonzaga's done with his eight straight trips to the Sweet 16. Like, that's 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 almost impossible. I mean, even the great Cal Perry with all those one-and-dones that he's had, he never puts together streaks like that. You don't get to the Sweet 16 every year. I mean, Baylor's been unbelievable, won a national title. They go to the tournament every year. Haven't come close to that. Eight straight sweet 16. So give Mark a few. We, we make this all about championships, and a lot of it is. Now, I did see Aaron Bradsham was out there t- tweeting today about, I wish, I you know, it, it makes me sad to hear fans only care about championships. The joy is in the journey. Okay? I mean, spoken like a man who's called games for the Dallas Cowboys for the last 35 or 40 years, all right? The joy in the journey. All right, all right, Brad. Uh, how <laughs> many years has it been? Well, let's go back to the 1995 Dallas Cowboys. So in the uh, January of 1996, they would go to the uh, an NFC title game, and then they would win it all, and they have never been back. All right? I mean, we, we act like this Rangers thing is a long time. Oh, you hear people say it, Aaron, like, it's been 11 seasons or whatever. Is it 11 or 12? 2011, 2023 now. Is it 12? Anyway, people act like it's, oh, my gosh, they've been, it's been 12 seasons. Well, think about the Cowboys, for goodness sake. People think of them as some kind of winners. They hadn't been to an NFC title game. In, what are we going on, 28 or 29 years? Good, the 95 season. And here we are. Here we are, 2023. So add the five. You got 28. Going on 28 seasons. All right? Good job, guys. But uh, great to have the Rangers back in the – thick of things and i was kind of thinking about this and this is something our folks can weigh in on oh by the way aaron i think i heard you say we might have a winner who was our schmaltz's alcs the record that adolis broke and this is a major league baseball record Mm -hmm. but um guy also happened to play (laughs) for the used to play for the texas rangers uh, Aaron, who is our winner, and what was the uh, the winning answer?
4: Corey Miller, who correctly guessed Nelson Cruz. That's
3: right. If we go, Corey. You play, you win, and Aaron will let you know where to pick up your two free sandwiches. Share one with me, Corey. I'll be in. I'm going to be around. You want to meet? I, I'll just and you. I, you can keep both of them. I'll just I'll just pay for my sandwich. But I may show up, Corey, if you're interested, and just break bread with you. Um Aaron, if I can't get into Schmaltz's to get my beloved um jalapeno cheese bread, how would do you think it would like if they put some back for me? Does, does would bread hold up okay in the freezer or not? Really, would that rob it of all that we love about it? You know, I've probably had not. relatives
4: that did that, and it just it just doesn't taste the same when it's unfrozen. Correct. So, I you would can't say really
3: no. freeze the bread. Right. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna. I probably. I got to look at the hours because I usually go on weekdays. I got to look at saturday because i well we'll be on the air by 10 30. golly that's gonna be tough for me saturday i need somebody to bring a schmaltz's sandwich to me on jalapeno cheese bread out to the baylor tailgate all right the espn central texas kickoff show i will need somebody to uh to bring one out to me all right and uh if you can make that happen, you are. That would be that would be wonderful. One time, Aaron, I had somebody. I happened to be doing the show that day from the Metroplex, and somebody went by and picked up a sandwich at Schmaltz's and brought it to me in Dallas. How about that? Now that it was a Baylor student.
4: That's pretty and cool. His
3: brother used to pitch for Baylor. If I thought hard enough, I'd get everybody's name because I know the family. I like the family. Anyway, great kid and big-time listener. And and a shout-out if you're a Baylor student or a new Baylor student. My nephew, John Andrew, is a uh, freshman student over there about to have his first Baylor homecoming as a student. He's been to many as a uh, growing up in our family. But uh, very, very exciting times with homecoming on the way. Now, Uh, We're going to do some uh, NFL blitz and then uh, programming announcement. Uh, Matt Hicks, who calls the game for the Texas Rangers radio network, will be joining us at 4 o'clock. All right, 4 o'clock for Matt Hicks. That is next.
12: and ten at the charger 25 only heard here. here Herbert back pressure coming again all season throws it out intercepted
5: Gilmore Sunday afternoon it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station
4: it's the Cowboys and the Rams Sunday morning starting with the pregame at 11 here on ESPN Central Texas
14: I'm Joe CALEO. Businesses are driven by vision and passion, and we share that drive. We aim to build a relationship with you to help ensure your financial plan matches your ambition. Together, let's bring your vision to life.
6: CALEO Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit ubs.com/relationshipsummary.
7: Did you know Now is a great time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price.
6: Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota Quality, Waco Values.
0: Elevate your career with a new job at Time Manufacturing Company. First, second, and third shifts are available. CNC machinists start at $21 an hour. Welders start at $22 an hour. And second and third shift differential is an additional $2.50 an hour. Time Manufacturing is a leading global manufacturer of vehicle-mounted aerial lifts, digger derricks, bucket trucks, and bridge inspection equipment. Drop by their location at 7601
5: Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel.
12: Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again.
3: Want to cover sports, news, try advertising, broadcasting? Well, the Baylor Department of Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media has the skills, knowledge, and opportunities you need to succeed in your next career. With five major concentrations and a nationally recognized student media program, whatever you need, we've got you covered. Start your degree today and make a difference. Check us out online, and remember, for the best skills in the biz with Baylor Journalism, Public Relations, and New Media, we've got you covered.
6: Hey, neighbor. I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. <laughs> it sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. <laughs> 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Wow, what'd you call them, (laughs) EECU? That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip.
14: Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots do you federally insured by ncua apy is annual percentage yield $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source membership requirements apply for additional terms and conditions call
5: 800-333-9934 now back to the matt mosley show on espn central texas
3: odd oh, is the matt mosley show it's time for our nfl blitz package and um Aaron, remind me, in our um, co- Campus Confidential at 440 today, they already have Joe Lenardi already has Bracketology out. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Here, What are we, October 24th? I think it's about time, right? <laughs>
4: right. He's way late on it.
3: Because we've had a lot of good basketball, college basketball <laughs> games.
4: <laughs> Some really awesome super-secret scrimmages. <sighs>
3: I, I broke some news on that front. I told our listeners yesterday how many points Jacoby Walter had in the super secret. I think it's so super secret I was given sort of approximate scoring. But I do know like some of these other uh, games, they do box scores for these things. But then these coaches agree, well, let's not put the score out. Or we're not going to put this out or that out. I don't know. I kind of like, uh, like to know. I mean, Jeff Goodman's daughter, uh, who's now, I think, at in Indiana, brought her to Waco uh, to visit the Bears. And, uh, and then uh, I think Erin, uh, you know, took advantage. <laughs> Had Scott take the family out, to, you know, for some steaks and that kind of thing. And then about a week later, she decided to go to another school. Scott generally gets anybody he wants, but generally that's with, like, four- and five-star basketball players, not the, the daughters of people in the media. Hmm. But anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting. She had She's in Indiana now, and I guess she wants to be a reporter like her dad, and she had the box score for whoever Indiana played in the super-secret scrimmage. They print out, like, the NCAA regulation-looking box scores. I need one of those. Somebody leak a box score to me. <laughs> come on. We come on, somebody. Stats. I want official we'll stats from games. the super-secret <laughs> scrimmage. Baylor versus Texas A&M. I need that leaked to me. If the Goodmans can have it, the Mosleys. All right? I may have my daughter report it. Now, she's only a junior in high school, but may just have her. Uh... Golly, I should do that, Aaron. Start going around like under the guise of college visits and then just getting courtside seats with my daughter. Hey, we're here to visit your school. I mean, maybe I should do that. I've always not been one to take my kids or kid into press boxes because I've seen that over the years and people kind of uh, take advantage of that. But maybe I'm doing it the wrong way. Maybe I should just have my daughter with me at all these games. All right, Aaron. um, it is time for something we call NFL Blitz. What do you have for us?
4: With the trade deadline almost exactly a week away, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones said he would be interested in upgrading the Cowboys roster, but he wouldn't make the first call or the first move. He called this approach, quote, laying in wait. He was on the flagship KROD-FM, and he said, quote, it will have to come our way. I don't want to Included in any way but it always does the initiation of an opportunity to make a trade that would help us principally has to start on the other end
6: <laughs>
4: do you think how do you think the eagles gym takes that approach since they just traded I for think. an all pro safety yesterday for 6th well, round picks
3: they're four and two they've had a good bye week i, I like jerry just kind of sit around and wait on somebody to call you you bet. That's great. That sounds great. No. Now, again, part of Jerry's stuff is complete, you know, uh, he you got to have your BS meter on full alert <laughs> right. when you're around Jerry and he starts talking about trades or the NFL draft or anything. He could say that one hour, and the next hour he could be trading for somebody, and then he could always say, well, they called us. We got a call from them. What do you all want, by the way? What do our Cowboys fans want? I had a really good question earlier, uh, Aaron. I thought the text line would love. CNC Collision Center text line. Oh, here it is. And this is – we're going a little bit different route here. But I just wondered, the most beloved Rangers player ever, and I would say it's between Pudge, Nolan, Michael – and now I got to say, I think Adolis, given what he just did, and, and even before all that, I, I kind of just the way he plays, his spirit, what he brings. Now, there might have been a time Elvis might have been involved, but I don't know. I feel like that fizzled a little bit toward the end. So I'm just putting four names out there Michael, Nolan, Pudge. In Adolis, there might have been a brief time with Hamilton, but that has long since gone because he went from beloved to hated because of his weird comments and all that. And then he's gotten into some trouble after that. But um, those four, I think that's a pretty good group, Aaron. Am I missing anybody? Is there anybody else? I don't. I mean, no. I, I think women loved Ian Kinsler. I think we would be underestimating Kinsler's so-called sex appeal or whatever you want to call it. I do think there was a time when female Rangers fans loved Ian Kinsler. But, I, again, I don't know how power, I don't know how big a deal that was. I just remember somebody telling me that. Hey, you're underestimating, like, fans. And the Rangers do have a lot of great female fans. And, again, that, I don't. that sounds kind of whatever- I don't want it to be like, well, they only like the players they think are cute. No, no, no. These are big-time, great baseball fans. I'm just saying some people thought that about Ian. All right. Um, I'm trying to think. Anybody else, Aaron, that I might not be thinking about? Most beloved Rangers ever. Did I miss anybody? Oh, I did miss one. Okay. Uh, I let's throw Adrian Beltre in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, I okay. Beltre, Michael, um, uh, Nolan, and uh, and Adolis and Pudge. All right, that's five, right? I I think that's a pretty solid deal there. I I don't know why. For is, is you know, unbelievable and maybe the most beloved player ever. I mean, he he might win it. But I kind of feel like a to a new crew of Rangers fans is sneaking up on this thing. There's certainly nobody else on the team. Garner in time could become that guy, but certainly not there yet. Uh, I don't – I think people love Evaldi and Montgomery, but, again, pitchers are a different story. Uh, Nolan's the only pitcher I would put in there. Um I think people fell in love with Cliff Lee, but that was so quick. So you can't really get Colby was kind of in the mix, but anyway, okay. I've thrown it out there. Y'all go with it and uh, we'll announce the winner. We'll have like a, what are those things you could do on Twitter, Aaron, uh, like those polls you could put together. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to do those? I do not. I think, I think I could do that. I think I know how to do that. I uh, sign up and do a poll. Um, All right, Aaron, continue with the NFL blitz since we've really stayed on point today.
4: The Rams released former Cowboy kicker Brett Maher today, two days after he missed three crucial kicks in a loss to the Steelers. (laughs) The Rams are planning to sign former Colts kicker Lucas Harvisic. He is on the Browns practice squad. Maher missed field goal attempts of 53-51 and an extra point in Sunday's 24-17 home loss to the Steelers. He's made only seventy-three point nine percent of his field goals this season, which is really low.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean it sounds a little but of a, a bit of a bummer to cut somebody when they're missing fifty-yard kicks, but yeah, we, we've now reached the point in the NFL where you got to hit those. I mean, like anything like fifty-three and lower, I would say fifty-two is almost the same as 47 now. I know that sounds weird, but I kind of think that's what we're seeing with NFL kickers. And if you can't get it done, you got You got to go find somebody who can. I'm shocked at the, that the Cowboys guy is this good with this little background. Like, that's crazy to have just done it, like in the USFL, been a college soccer player, not been a college kicker, like, that's, a, that's pretty much unheard of. I think if you can't, if you haven't kicked in college, like, I just don't, I don't, I would not trust you. And yet, this guy's been really good for the Cowboys. I mean, Aaron, has he ever missed another kick after he missed that one extra point early in the season? My
2: God. No,
4: he's he's perfect in field goals. And the one extra point he missed, like you just said, was his very first uh, kicking attempt as a Cowboy. He's been lights out since, since then. What's his name? That's a good question. I can tell you in one <laughs> second because I have him on one of my teams. <laughs> that would be uh, Brandon Aubrey.
3: Aubrey. 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 That's it. That's it. That's my grandfather's name. I literally was sitting here thinking, I, I, this guy's been great. And I couldn't think of his name. It's been the, it's, it's the bye week, folks. The bye week. All right. They've been away, and now they're back. Brandon Aubrey. All right. We're going to um, – talk to a member of the rangers broadcast crew um,
5: texas rangers radio network matt hicks he is next espn central texas is your home of the texas rangers
10: 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation from fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata and of course let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight.
7: Choosing where to receive care after a life-changing illness or injury is an important decision for you and your loved ones. Encompass Health Rehabilitation Hospital is committed to helping their patients get back to what matters most. They are the leading provider of inpatient rehabilitation for stroke, brain injury, hip fracture, and other complex neurological and orthopedic conditions. Better rehabilitation starts here. Encompass Health Rehabilitation Hospital, Waco.
1: Learn more at EncompassHealth.com. Find sports
5: news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. They do service
7: right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at three nine 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 eight nine five or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net
0: at waste connections they keep central texas clean waste connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to waco area homes and businesses Remember them when you need residential garbage service, commercial dumpsters, and garbage collection, bulk item pickups, trash compactors, or construction and demolition roll-offs. They would be honored to be your service provider. Waste Connections, 254-840-4060, 1910 South Main Street, McGregor, and at wasteconnections.com.
6: Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Lion Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved bears. To find out more, visit the Do
1: you know your butcher by name? Not by which overpriced grocery train they work for. You need to meet my butcher, Jaime, here at Fortson's Meat Market. Jaime the Butcher has been cutting meat for over 25 years and he still loves it. To Jaime, cutting meat to your desire is like art. Each steak is a masterpiece that improves the look of your grill. I'm Rob Fortson from Fortson's Meat Market, a full service meat market in Robinson, and I would love you to come by and get to know Jaime the Butcher. You'll only find him at Fortson's, where we specialize in the best Texas raced beef chicken and pork no hormones no fillers we also carry a great lineup of homemade sausages jerky bacon wrapped quail frog legs boudin balls and more like us on facebook to get daily updates on specials and freezer boxes and we're even open on game day monday through saturday from nine to six maybe it's time you met your new butcher at fortson's meat market just south of the circle in robinson From
5: the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
3: It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Rangers going to the World Series. You just keep saying it. It's a lot of fun. Matt Hicks joining us now, Rangers Radio Network. And uh, Matt's had a fun night. He's had a late night. Got back early this morning. But, Matt, I bet you didn't mind missing out on a little sleep. What a, uh, what a huge moment for, uh, uh, for the Rangers, their fan base, for your radio crew. Uh, how does it how does it feel this morning? Are you still just kind of reminding yourself, pinching yourself that that happened?
2: Hey, can you hear me? I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, it's been, Matty, it's been crazy. Um, you know, we didn't get back home. We didn't land uh, in Dallas until about, uh, between 2.30 and 3.00 this morning. And um, I didn't get into my car and on the way home for a while. Didn't get home until about 4.00. Didn't get to bed until about 6.00 this morning. Um, and was just kind of thoroughly exhausted by that time. So I didn't get up until about one thirty this afternoon. And uh, <laughs> the first the, the first thing... The first thing that I did was (laughs) maybe wrongly uh, was to pick up my phone and the number of people that have reached out. And I tried to respond to everybody that had texted me. uh, And that's all I've done today. So I am actually just pulling out. uh, And I don't know if I can say the name of the establishment, if that's okay. Uh, I'm just pulling out of a firehouse subs. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I need to eat something. I haven't even eaten today, uh, and that, so that's kind of how crazy the day has been. And literally, like I haven't responded to anyone on my emails. Uh, really, haven't responded to anyone on social media. It's just, it's just been uh, kind of crazy uh, ever since uh, the Rangers won last night.
3: What do you, when Seeger hit that home run I mean it, it it didn't it just seem like it calmed I mean uh, it just made everything kind of like oh wow they've gotten to them already and it, it was already a nervous crowd I mean I'm sure they were loud but boy to immediately mute that crowd and I say immediately he was a second hitter up but Boy, that really set the tone. And then, for whatever reason, three runs, and then and then seeing their pitcher getting out that quickly, it just knocked everything out of that building. Not that they couldn't have overcome a three-run lead, but it, man, it just—you talk about all the air out of that building. And and I, I think it started to be kind of a a doom and gloom type audience, kind of like, uh oh uh-oh, this is not going to work out for us. And they continued their losing ways at home. But, man, what was that like? You were sitting there calling that action to for Seeger to do that. Didn't That just felt huge to land a punch right away.
2: Well, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, there's no question about the fact that his home run and then the subsequent two runs that inning definitely sucked the air out of that building. <clears throat> now, can I be completely honest with you? Yes. Be- because you know I always am. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't see that home run. <laughs> and let me. And let me. And let me tell you why. Because you know Simeon was retired, but we were having just a couple of technical issues, and so at that moment, before Seeger hit the home run, I had taken off my headset. And it turned to speak to our engineer. And while I was speaking with her, I heard this sound that was the sound of an explosion. And so I turned. Of course, Eric was on the call, was right on it. But I couldn't pick up the ball. So I didn't see the ball. I didn't see the majestic flight of that ball as he described it going into the second deck. hitting one into the second deck in Houston is no small accomplishment. But, unfortunately, for me personally, I didn't see it. <laughs> but my yeah. my thought was, yes, this is one heck of a way to throw down the gauntlet and say, hey, hey, we're here for game seven. And then you're right, Matt, because the Rangers scored the three runs, but remember, had the bases loaded with only one out and couldn't get anything else across – And I'm sitting here thinking, man, I I hope that doesn't come back to haunt the club because my mind went back to my many years in the minor leagues, and I had the opportunity to call a couple of championship series in the minor leagues. And it took me back to my second year in pro ball in 1990 when the team that I was calling the play-by-play for – in a deciding game of a championship series, fell behind five to nothing after three innings. And I remember how terrible I felt like, oh my goodness, against a team that was clearly the class of the league that year. And, you know, are we going to be able to come back? And we did. And we came back and we won that game, which again was the final game of a championship series. And I thought a three-nothing lead after a half an inning is nothing to be incredibly pleased about because there's a lot of work still left to do.
12: Yeah, and
3: and then Adolis did what Adolis does, and that was remarkable. Uh, and and then to see him end up breaking Nelly's record for most RBIs in a series, um, the ALCS with what 15. I mean, he's just wired differently than pretty much anybody in baseball, and 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 just from an emotional standpoint, he just folks feed off of him because Seager's great, but Seager's is wired. He he's wired differently, and and that was what Seager kept saying last night, didn't he? he they asked him about Adolis. He said he's a bad man, isn't he? And it's just like. He, it was like he lives for that. I mean, the, the four strikeouts, you wondered if they were getting to him Sunday night. You had to wonder that. The way he was sure. swinging and all the strikeouts, and then he hits the grand slam. And I guess, like, if it's a movie or whatever, like, that's the turning point or that's the big. Because, again, they were up 5-2. But for some reason, that punctuation, that was just kind of like, uh-oh, uh-oh, what, what have we done here? What have we've done? Yeah. this guy just responded and then he just carried on and had one of those unbelievable games um, it just it's got to be so much fun to be around him and then just to call these games because he's uh, he's going to go down as one of the more beloved players and what he was DFA would just what a couple of years ago and and of course the Cardinals did the same thing um, basically gave up on him. Right, and, and he he's going to end up becoming perhaps one of the more important players in team history. It's just kind of crazy when you think about all that.
2: It it is crazy when you take all of that in, and you know, you go to the quote uh, from McCory about Adolis being a bad man, and it's and I and I understand that connotation, but he's actually a very good man. He is a family man, uh, and. Uh, just a, a little insight into Adolis when we were in, <clears throat> pardon me, when we were in Chicago earlier this year playing the White Sox. I asked him in particular about his friendship with uh, fellow Cuban Luis Robert uh, and uh, if, in fact, um, he considered him to be his best friend. And Adolis' response was, "All of my friends are my good friends." Um, and he's got a lot of very good friends and a lot of people that care about him, a lot of people that he cares about. Um, and it's really sort of unique for us to be in a position to get to see that side of Adolise, the family man that he is, uh, the good-hearted friend that he is to so many. But then when he puts on the uniform, and in this situation with everything that developed late in this series – public enemy number one in Houston and to have the kind of games that he had in game six and game seven were clearly in game six after that thunderous negative uh, greeting that he got from the Houston fans. And it wasn't when he first came up to bat. It was when he was introduced in the starting lineup. Uh, It was probably more thunderous from a negative perspective than what um, Jose Altuve uh, got every time he came to bat in Arlington. Uh, and clearly I think that impacted him because it looked like he was trying to do too much, you know, it looked like he was trying to hit the 10 run home run and then for him to hit the slam like he did essentially replicating his performance from early September against Minnesota when he had struck out four times and then came up in the ninth inning and hit a walk-off home run to beat the twins. Now he hits a sort of a clinching slam in game six. And then for him to receive the same greeting early in game seven, but each time he came up, he did something positive. He drove in a run each of his first three times up one time driving in two. And each time it's like the Houston fans were like, "Uh, I can't even boo him as hard as I did before. <laughs> and those boos the boo level, the boo level came down each time. And by the time he came up for his final at bat last night, they didn't have it in him. They, they, they couldn't even summon up the anger. Uh, it truly was remarkable to watch. And I I couldn't be happier for him and how he was able to respond and to rebound from those four strikeouts in game six.
3: I mean, he's just incredible uh, to watch his emotion and, and all of that, and who knows where he'll stack up as far as, like, most beloved Rangers ever. I was thinking earlier, I brought this up, Pudge, Beltray, Michael, Nolan. I mean, those were the names, obviously, that came to mind. But I thought after this series, and, of course, sometimes we've we got recency bias, but Adolis is, like, kind of headed that direction. I mean, I, who knows where he'll end up? But it's just uh, there's just something about about the way he plays the game and all the emotion and it just this team that's what makes him so perfect because they got a bunch of guys that are fairly quiet and and in some ways like to state to themselves uh, and yet this guy is just the emotion. It's just it's a really cool team the way up and down and it's not constructed like every other team, right? I mean, you got Garver right. all, almost in the everyday lineup. You've got Heim, so you've got these two catchers. Most teams like Houston, they can't even get their good hitting catcher into a game, right? And everybody gets mad yep. at the manager because he can't get him into a game soon enough. And then they bring up the twenty one year old. Uh so there's just so many unbelievable storylines with this team. And then Evan Carter, the rookie I was just talking about, with that that was a huge I mean, to to get that double the two run uh, I mean, you know, to go up 6-2, in a sense, that was the moment. Again, not that you breathe that easily, but it felt like that was like a dagger type deal. You know, and everything else after that, they piled on. But that was a huge mm. moment.
2: Man, I tell you what, in the booth, and Eric had the call on that one, and uh, I was paying attention On that at bat, (laughs) I had my headphones on. I was ready to make a comment. But I think I had more of a visceral reaction to Carter's two-run double than any other play in the ballgame because I felt like that was probably the moment that the Rangers separated themselves from the Astros, right? You you go from 4-2 to 6-2, and yet another incredible story, you know, Evan Carter, he might not be putting up the kind of gaudy numbers that Adolis is capable of putting up and did in this series, but he does something positive every game to help you win a game. Uh, And to be 21, to have spent most of the season at double A, to get just a little taste of triple A, and then to come to the big leagues and to have the kind of impact that he's had on this ball club is truly remarkable. Again, given his age, but he is so mature for his age. And you, you, you talk about the Adolis story about being DFA'd, you know, for, for Mike Foltynewicz, and then to be able to uh, stay in the system <clears throat> to plow his way back into favor. And Evan Carter, it's a different story. You know, the the Rangers as an organization were excoriated when Carter was drafted in the second round because nobody else in baseball had him on their draft boards. Like, forget that he was taken in the second round. There wasn't anybody targeting him to be drafted at all, period. And when the Rangers drafted him, all of these so-called experts were like, why is Texas throwing away its mm-hmm. second-round pick? What are they doing this kid's never going to play in the big leagues. How satisfying that has to be. <clears throat> <clears throat> Pardon me for uh, Kip Fag and everyone else in the Rangers scouting department to have Carter, not only make it to the big leagues as quickly as he has, but for him to be the three hole hitter and delivering some of the most important hits for this club, this season, I just, I can't imagine how happy everyone is that was involved in that decision.
3: How fun will it be, Matt Hicks, to watch another Game 7 without all the emotion? You know, it'll be interesting to find out who the Rangers are playing, but but you don't have all this emotion, and you could actually sit back and just kind of enjoy a baseball game tonight. Do you have any preference? I know the Rangers have this weird streak against the Phillies, I think I saw which is odd. Um, it, it was it like 12 straight wins? I mean, of course, that right. has to be over a, a few seasons. And then, of course, right. the D-backs, who we didn't expect to take it this far. Um, any any preference from you or any particular team you think they match up with better?
2: I, I don't uh, have a preference. I think um, a lot of people think that the Diamondbacks – would be uh, an easier opponent, if I can use that very simple word, uh, compared to the Phillies. Um, but having said that, um, we swept the Phillies to begin the year. And you're right. You referenced the um, – uh, let's see here. What am I doing? Can you hear me?
3: Yeah, I got you.
2: Okay. Um We swept the Phillies earlier this year. We did not play well against the Diamondbacks. And if the Diamondbacks... Pardon me. Man. If the Diamondbacks win tonight, they're better than the Phillies. And we'll have proven so over a seven-game series. Yeah. So I think that whole thing about the the Phillies being better than the Diamondbacks goes out the window if the Diamondbacks win today. And like I said, we didn't play as well against Arizona. Um, So I really... I really don't have a preference. I think you can argue that the Phillies have a better lineup than the Diamondbacks, but the Diamondbacks have some very capable bats in their lineup and some guys that have just been really, you know, they have some really difficult outs in that lineup. You know, Corbin Carroll is an obvious one. Christian Walker is as well. But a guy like Geraldo Perdomo that people go, "Uh, who's he? He is one tough out. Um, and he's one of those guys that pitchers hate to face because, oh, well, I'm going to need to throw 10 or 12 pitches here just to get this guy out. So I really don't have a preference. I don't know as though the Rangers have a preference for me personally. I might be rooting for the Phillies because that means I get to go back to the East Coast and see my daughter for a few more days. Oh, nice. Uh, but that's a, that's a personal preference. Um, <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, I, I might be rooting a little bit for the Phillies just because of that, uh, but, but not for any baseball reasons.
3: Now, do announcers have a, a little champagne toast or a beer or something uh, or whatever your choice might be after something like that? While everybody's celebrating, y'all are still doing interviews and, and, and doing the <laughs> game, and then you hand it over. Did you at least kind of sneak down there afterwards and, and take part in some of the celebration? How do you handle that?
2: No, there was no sneaking. Jared, of course, got to be a part of it because he was down there doing all of the interviews. Um, you know, Eric had to ride shotgun over our coverage. And uh, then once we were done with our extended coverage, we obviously had to help wrap up because, you know, we, we had to get the uh, gear uh, down onto the truck. So so we weren't down and in, in a part of the celebration in the past, you know, for, for special moments, we have had a bottle of champagne uh, to share Uh, Amongst ourselves, Um, the Astros radio guys who are great, uh, Robert Ford and Steve Sparks and their engineer, Matt Bolts, uh, they actually offered us uh, some beer, but we declined. And I think a part of it is just getting old. Uh, I really can't have alcohol right now because of some of the medications I'm on. And uh, Eric had to decline as well. So the only thing that we had in the booth, I drank some water and Eric ate some Cracker Jack. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that was
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> it's some Cracker Jacks. I hope he got a good prize. I hope it was a good one. And, uh, and uh, boy, I, and I, I really appreciate this. Uh, glad you got just a little bit of rest this morning. And I know you got everybody trying to get you on right now, so it really means a lot, uh, Matt, that you worked us in. Uh, take some of that throat coat. Uh, Eric is the one who put me on the throat coat herbal tea uh, many years ago, and it it's an amazing yep. thing. But, uh, but you sound great, so I, you don't need a lot of it, but maybe a little honey and, <laughs> and uh, throat coat. But uh, I appreciate it, and, uh, man, we'll look forward to hearing from you in the World Series. It starts Friday night.
2: It's pretty exciting. Uh, uh, thank you so much for having me on.
3: You bet. You bet. There he goes, Matt Hicks, Rangers Radio Network, who was uh, trying to finally eat something. After last night, getting in at two or two thirty, finally falling asleep at six, and uh, <laughs> Aaron is uh, as I tend to do. If somebody hasn't responded to me in about three hours when I make a request, I, you know, I'm a little bit persistent, bordering on badgering, and so I'll what? I just no. simply said, uh, you know, uh, something like uh, just following up on this. I mean, but that's kind of my way of hey, did you see this? And Matt. <laughs> who's a very, very nice guy, obviously, <laughs> said, well, I'm sorry, I'm just waking up, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'd be happy to do it at 4 o'clock. So, anyway, uh, he was great, as I knew he would be. Um, we've got some cool stuff, by the way, uh, while I'm thinking about it. Mitch Thompson will talk kind of World Series, Baylor Baseball. He's going to do some stuff with us tomorrow. And uh, and that'll be fun. We'll start kind of getting things ramped up for Baylor Homecoming week. Let me try to have my buddy Jason Cook on, uh, talk some Baylor Homecoming. We'll see. Um, but uh, it'll be uh, good times this week as we sprint toward that Homecoming parade. And, of course, the Rangers in the World Series. Game one slated for Friday night. And uh, really hoping you'll hear that uh, on uh, one of our stations, all right? We'll kind of keep you updated as to where we'll have those uh, World Series games. Okay, all of that. Uh, uh, oh, and next, we'll just kind of continue on. We've got uh, Campus Confidential at um, 440, and they've got just a couple of Cowboys nuggets for you real quick uh, coming up next.
5: It's homecoming in Waco this weekend as the Bears host the Iowa State Cyclones in Big 12 action. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff Saturday afternoon with John, JJ, and Ricky. It's the Bears and the Cyclones from McLean Stadium on homecoming this Saturday. And you can catch all of the action right here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas.
12: Family owned and operated, L&V Auto Repair goes the extra mile to make sure the job is done right the first time. l Auto Repair services all makes and models and they specialize in air conditioning service. Suspension repair, brakes, cooling systems, transmission and total engine replacement. They will perform a complete diagnosis of your problem so you will know how much the repair will cost before they even turn a wrench. Open six days a week including Saturday 8 until 1. L&V Auto Repair, 1000 North Loop Drive, Waco 254-235-3885.
6: Security Bank of Texas proudly brings together the best of tradition and business partnership. Their dedicated team of professionals takes the time to understand your needs so they can deliver the banking experience you deserve. Whether it's personal banking, business banking, or something in between, they've got you covered. As a bank rooted in tradition, they're proud to serve the communities of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan Counties. Experience banking as it should be. Stop by today and discover the difference with Security Bank of Texas, FDIC insured and equal housing lender.
7: Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949
5: because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, football fans, the new Bears sports event posters are out. Brought to you by the following sponsors. Bivens Family Pet
0: Cremations, H4 Property Inspections, J.R. Grace Realty and Property Maintenance, Bear's Fine Italian Cuisine, Christian Rios Moving Service, Fred's Radiator and Auto Repair, Jasper's Barbecue, Viper Investigations and Legal Support, Happy Hounds Aquatic and Daycare Center, Airport Transportation of Waco, Art of Texas Chem Dry, and Humanity Speaking Incorporated. Brought to you and paid for by Prestige Marketing, LLC. Visit online at prestigemarketingllc.com.
8: Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com.
7: Need help cleaning your home? Call English Maids. They can help you clean up from summer or get you ready for the holiday guest. Their locally owned and operated team led by Kay and Lauren English is dedicated to providing professional, punctual, and quality cleaning services. Their maids have had extensive training and are nationally screened and bonded. When you choose English Maids, you're choosing trust and superior service. Call them today at 254-235-6373 or visit englishmaids.biz for a free estimate. You'll always receive quality service from people you can Trust. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivery, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's
5: Deli. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
3: On is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. Rangers to the World Series. Great to have Matt Hicks on, celebrating that. Matt, uh, boy, lack of <coughs> sleep and uh, some celebration last night. Now, Aaron, that did not sound like the greatest. Uh, the that was nice of the the uh, Astros radio crew to offer the Rangers radio uh, crew some some beer, and uh, Matt said no. He just had water because he's on some sort of medication. He said, um, "Eric declined. They, he did not speak for Sandler. Did Sandler? <laughs> did Sandler take some of the beer from the? I mean, if I'm Sandler, and, of course I'm not much of a." Uh, a drinker, but boy, if I'm a uh, sandler, I would just you know, you, if the Astros are offering you, <coughs> you just take, take what you can get. Okay, Aaron, I don't know. It's like sympathy pains when I heard him coughing and stuff during our interview. Like I suddenly got a cough. That's like, I, don't, I don't know. It's very odd.
4: <laughs> That's weird that you say that. I found out that a family member. <laughs> Uh, is sick and mm-hmm. even though I haven't been around him in a week, yeah, you felt sick. Oh yeah, you st- immediately I I get body aches, which is nothing, you know, <laughs> but I'm fine.
3: All right, Aaron, hang in there, hang in there, <laughs> and uh, hope your family member gets to uh, gets to feeling better. Uh, Aaron, we did not uh, we we kind of were all over the place, but certainly my fault in the campus or excuse me the uh, NFL blitz. But I was just looking. At footage of that arrest via TMZ, uh, Chris Olive, the wide receiver for the Saints, getting arrested Monday night. And I like Eric. We have audio of him. What's that? We have audio of him saying, my bad, dog. <laughs> I play for the Saints, man. <laughs> that
4: never works, by the way. Just for future reference, oh. if there's any... Aspiring uh. pro athletes, that yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> they're still going to arrest. Well,
3: you. I think there's some precincts, well, maybe yeah, where it might help. Like the I've always noticed the Cowboys when they get arrested, Cowboys players like are somehow they get a hold of like their position coach. The wide receivers coach for the Cowboys used to show up on the scene when Cowboys receivers would get arrested. So somehow they're getting a text or a call, and then they would they would race over to the scene. Alave was going 70 in a 35 and he isn't the first NFL player arrested this season for speeding but hopefully he's the last okay I don't know who's saying this this there's this weird deal NFL person Aaron and, and in it, it's like a he just has a it's it's like d o v k l a e i m a n and he has this weird like he does a lot. He kind of grabs a lot of NFL news and repackages it. And he has a large following. He has 257,000 followers. But but no one knows who he is. Now, he writes for something called Bro Bible. Have you heard of this? At BroBible, a lifestyle website that delivers the latest news articles and updates on entertainment, culture, and sports like the NFL, NBA, UFC, MLB, and more. All right, I'm going to try following this for a little bit, see if it's anything I want. Um, bro Bible. So, but anyway, Aaron, <clears throat> bring us up to date. Is Olave, who was a great receiver at Ohio State, mm-hmm. not as good as Garrett? You know, the guy he played with, um, what was that guy's name? Garrett Wilson. Mays or Wilson? Garrett Wilson. I didn't think he was good, but he's a great player. Olave's a great player. Has he been good for the Saints this season? Like, if he had to miss time, how big of a setback would this be?
4: Um, it would be pretty big for them. He's okay. He's not been bad. limited by their quarterback play both his years in the league. He's had great advanced stats, including, like, the highest air yards in the league, which is a fancy way of saying basically yards per throw. And don't come at me, that's not the technical definition I know, but – Anyway, he's got great advanced stats. They just he he's got a lot of uncatchable passes thrown his way. All right,
3: Aaron, I like this man. I love a good two quarterback system. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Titans head coach earlier today, Mike Vrabel, says Malik Willis and Will Levis likely to play Week Eight if Tannehill sits out. Now. I always think they just say this to try to get them to prepare, and they actually pick a guy and go with it. Um, Vrabel says, if Ryan can't play, come at Tannehill, I would anticipate both of those quarterbacks playing in the football game. Tannehill suffered an ankle injury in the Titans' loss to Baltimore in London before their week seven bye, Aaron, do we need to launch an investigation? Those European fields over there—does London is that real grass? Is that turf? <laughs> what do they have? Let's make sure. Are they playing on real grass? Uh, as uh, Tannehill <coughs> turned that ankle over there, and the insiders uh, from NFL.com, Rap and Garofalo and or Garofalo, I should say—I've only known him for 20 years, Tom Pelissero. The insiders noted that it was unlikely Tannehill would be able to suit up on October 29th versus Atlanta. Okay. Um, Aaron, by the way, I may have to leave our tailgate show and go over to one of our rival tents. I, I saw the other night, did you, I don't know if you saw this on social media, uh, Blake Blackmar, former, uh, former uh, lineman for the Baylor Bears, is now experimenting with, like, Tex-Mex grilling. He's become, like, incredibly known for his barbecue and his briskets. He's now doing brisket cheese enchiladas. Mm. And he put it out there the other night. And I said I would drive over right now. I don't know if he wanted me to come over to the house or not. But, I mean, he was kind of showing it off. Like, would anybody be interested in these enchiladas? And that 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 was very interesting to me. One other note, Aaron, before we get to campus confidential. What a quick these shows are moving quickly, Aaron. I think that's a good thing. I hope our audience agrees. <laughs> our audience is like, no, Mosley, I feel like you've been on for seven hours. Um, Detroit Lions This came down not that long ago. Wide receiver Marvin Jones announced today that he was stepping away from the team. Due to family matters, he subsequently was released by the team. He said, although this was no easy decision, I cannot be the person player that I need to be for this team, as well as tend to my family from afar. <laughs> he rejoined the Lions for his 12th NFL season, signing a one-year $3 million pact this spring. The veteran has seen little production, though, having tallied... Who writes like this? This is like, I like this NFL.com. They kind of write like they're 1930s writers. Just five receptions on ten targets for 35 yards and zero touchdowns. So, anyway, I Aaron Marvin Jones used to be good, seemingly was with them. We, he used to be with the Bengals for a while. Is it that
4: Marvin Jones? I don't think so. Um, he was mainly with the Lions.
3: Probably think about Marvin Lewis. <laughs> Got my Marvins mixed up. Anyway, best of luck to him. This kind of a sad deal. In fact, his Instagram, wow, says, I will be rooting for you every step of the way. This is the year. Go get it. Love and respect to all.
4: Oh, You were correct. He started his career with the Bengals 2012 to 2015. I didn't know. He'd Thanks. been in the league that long. He was then with the Lions. After that, yeah. from 2016
3: to 2020. But stick with that first part. What did you say <laughs> like when you started that <laughs> sentence? <laughs> I've
4: forgotten. I've very poor short <laughs> t- short term memory.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You were correct. All right. When you when you doubted me, I started thinking maybe it, maybe I've got maybe I'm thinking of the longtime Bengals head coach, who's also a Marvin. Every time I hear the word Marvin, I think of that. That the great R and B song. What's that?
4: I think of Marvin no, the Martian from the No, Fox I think Monica of Marvin
3: Gaye. Martians. And then there was that whoever had that song. Marvin,
4: Marvin, da 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 da
3: da Something about a train. Da da da. da, da Commodore's train. Night Train. Commodore's Night Train. And, I,
4: and it was their one hit yeah. without Lionel Richie. Or their biggest hit without Lionel
3: Richie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lionel was gone. He was doing dancing on the ceiling, mm-hmm. and the Commodores put out and it just kind of started with that kind of echo sound, Marvin, Marvin. Um, all right, Aaron, you and I were probably junior high, now maybe even younger than that. That's about probably we were probably fifth or sixth grade uh, when that song came out from the Commodores. All right, see uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. It is time for Campus Confidential. What have those folks been doing in
5: michigan what sort of sneakiness have they been up to all of that's next listen to espn central texas online at centexsportsfan.com
11: It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at Ineedthedoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking
6: and cracks in your walls,
11: the Foundation Doctor will make
5: a house call.
9: Looking to connect with Baylor alums in your area? Baylor alumni can help. Looking to host a watch party in your city? Baylor alumni can get you started. Want to step out in your community and serve with other alums? Baylor alumni is your connection with the university and each other. Let's get started. Learn how at baylor.edu slash alumni.
11: central national bank member fdic
8: are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project founded in 1969 barnett contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build their services include excavation utilities civil engineering concrete work paving and storm drainage Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com
9: is buying a home on your wish list whether you are looking for your first home or your next home an educated home buyer is the best home buyer NeighborWorks Waco free home buyer education workshop walks you through the home buying process and answers your questions about everything from money management understanding credit obtaining a mortgage loan and shopping for a home to protecting your investment NeighborWorks Waco has assisted over 3,200 families in achieving their dreams of home ownership visit us at nw-waco.org and let us help you make home ownership a reality Thank you. the cat
7: At Lewis Insurance Group, we work for our customers, not the insurance companies. Let us take care of all your insurance needs, your business, your home, your farm and ranch. We want to serve you with all your insurance needs. We have over 100 carriers, and we write and shop our insured rates annually to make sure you're getting the best rates available. At Lewis Insurance Group, we have 50 years combined experience and the best customer service in the business. Call Lewis Insurance Group today at 254-753-2505. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family.
5: It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley alongside Aaron
3: Sexton, and we do an award-winning radio show. And um, it's a very highly rated program and people seem to congregate to this 440 segment. Even some members of the Baylor men's basketball coaching staff, they love it. I've told Nikki Collins she's always out there. she loves campus confidential And uh, Aaron, I've been perusing like the bracketology. I've been looking at, uh, some Baylor men's basketball stuff today. Dig, digging in, bringing you some behind-the-scenes stuff. One of the things that separates our show from other, you know, stations in the area or other whatever they are, is just that we kind of talk about everything, right? We're not just limited. We love Baylor and talking about all that, but we also can go talk Cowboys, NBA, Mavs. Rangers headed to the World Series this is where you get a little bit of everything now speaking of Baylor Mitch Thompson is uh, slated to come on tomorrow and I'll uh I'll get word to you when we wanna when we're gonna do that uh but uh, we'll have fun with that Mitch Thompson Baylor baseball coach joining the Mosley show tomorrow all right and I'll get I'll get the uh, exact time now Aaron what do we uh, – I, I, I mean, I, I love this Michigan story. I mean, it's the gift that keeps on giving. I keep seeing pictures of this secret sign stealer, and he's like standing next to Harbaugh during games. He's had people all across the country out attending games, <laughs> stealing signs. I mean, I don't know what will all come of this. But it is a fun story, and it keeps growing with each day. Aaron, do we have any do we have any developments on the Michigan sign stealing story?
4: Only what you just talked about. It's basically the story is still the same. That a school, eleven different league schools, yeah, over the past thirty games have basically said that he purchased. Uh, tickets in his own name for more than 30 games. Sources at 11 different schools told ESPN that was yesterday. Yeah. Today, there's been, well, lots of pictures of him everywhere that someone yeah. stealing signs would be on sidelines.
3: What's this guy's name? It's like a Where's Waldo. Is Connor it like- Stallions. <laughs> Connor Sta- uh,
4: Say it, Scallion? Stallions. S-T-A-L-I-N-O-S.
3: Okay. I like that. This, I, I, this, the stallion. Let's just call him the stallion. And he's just out there. Boy, um, well, remember the Italian stallion. Oh, man. One, the great Balboa. One, one what?
4: One thing that did come out today that wasn't out yesterday, people found pictures of him and video of him like r- right next to the coordinators at different times talking to them rather intently. Because there's now the big effort by Michigan fans, and probably Michigan is, ah uh, you know, he, he's a low-level guy. Yeah. We didn't do this. We didn't know anything about it. And there's already pictures of him talking to the offensive and defensive coordinators oh, multiple times. You know, very intense. You know,
3: you know my response to all this, don't you? No. Why has Baylor not been doing this? <laughs> <laughs> We're not trying hard enough. Come on, let's go steal some signs. Now let's do it the proper way, though. Let's not send people to other games, and let's not use video. Let's not be up there with phones. I mean, but I mean, if there's like an army ranger, former army ranger, that you know, some kind of specialist. This guy was like an ammunition specialist or something like that. This he was in one of the academies. Was this guy at West Point? He was at one of the academies. Oh my gosh. I mean, see, I admire the guy for going to the academy and serving our country, but think about like how much great knowledge he has. And he uses it to help Harbaugh, the evil Harbaugh. They don't even need help. It's always people like Belichick and Harbaugh who have like the most talent and they're the great you know, they're they're unbelievable coaches. And yet they they can't it's never enough. What edge can we find? (laughs) Oh, let's get the Army specialist to come in here and steal some signs for us. Do they need it? Probably not. Did the Astros in 2017 need some trash can stuff? Well, probably not. But they did it. They cheated. And you know what? It's all, all their stuff will always be tainted. there will always be people who look at the Astros as great as they've been and go, well, they cheated. Cheaters. Same thing with the Patriots. And now with Michigan, no matter where you vote them, we're looking at them with a side eye. Now, again, when they finally speak and we finally hear their piece on this, they're going to try to present something where this guy, you know, they, they didn't know it was going to be this extensive or he got a little carried away. Well, we didn't tell him to do this or that. Well, the pictures are there. What will the punishment be?
4: <laughs> I don't know. Probably close Probably close to what Kansas and Bill Self got if I had to guess.
3: Yeah, but see that thing doesn't exist anymore. That that thing they used for Bill Self, the the independent arm <coughs> that they that the NCAA was using the IARP, they have now done away with that. So it'll have to go to just fl- straight up NCAA enforcement they can't but again you're right they could sort of appeal this thing or I mean we probably will not have but I mean it's it's going to be embarrassing because how do you how do you have Harbaugh at a news conference and not bring this up and he's going to say well it's under investigation we can't talk about it but now there's a huge cloud hanging over the Michigan program now would I rather be the team that's like number one or two in the country, number two in the country right now, <laughs> then be three and four, and then have a have a dark cloud of maybe we had some people cheating. <laughs> Probably so. Probably, yeah, I might trade with them. I might trade with them. Uh, I mean, I don't want to be Michigan. I'm just saying if I could trade records. Yeah, but it is a, it is a seedy, slimy deal. And it and it's, it, it there's no way they can make a case where Harbaugh didn't know about it because that's what you always try to do. The reason these these basketball assistants always get thrown under the bus. Oh, Patino didn't know about the the strippers that were, were like uh, on campus. Oh, he never heard of that. Oh, hey, these these guys never heard of the the sh, the cash in the shoebox. Or whatever, like TCU. Jamie Dixon had some staff member, like providing, like there was like sh- money was coming in like a shoebox or something, and nothing's ever stuck to TCU. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, well, why is TCU not winning more if they're if they're doling out all this cash? Um, all right, Aaron, continue on. Although I I want to make this <laughs> like a daily story for the next you know two three months.
4: Texas head coach Steve Sarkeesian said he expects Malik Murphy to step into the starting quarterback role this week against BYU as starting quarterback Queen Ewers recovers from an injury to his throwing shoulder. Orangeblood.com was the first to report that Ewers Ewers suffered a grade 2 AC joint sprain in his right throwing shoulder during the Longhorns' win over Houston Saturday night. Sarkeesian said he is, quote, week to week, the usual Recovery period for a grade two AC sprain, sprain. According to the doctor that gives me fantasy football advice, this is two yep. to four weeks. And he's pretty good. He's really good at looking at film, seeing how players were injured and how long they may be
10: mm-hmm. out.
3: Well, it, it always gets murky, and Caleb Williams has the same thought. You know, after they lose that game the other night, Somebody puts out. <laughs> I saw this. Was it Ocho? Which Ocho was that? Was that Emmanuel or Sam? Uh, they're the Ocho brothers. I think it was Emmanuel who's with Fox, and he put out something about like, you know, he would understand Caleb not playing another. They can't win the college football playoff now, and just just shutting it down and getting ready for the draft. Is that really what we're going to do now? Is that what we're so <laughs> just? Just if your team's not going to go to the – I mean, I get sitting out of a bowl game and all that. I don't love it, but that's just where we are. And you totally understand that. But, boy, to to try to, like, lobby for a major player to just sit out the rest of the season because they've lost two games, that's pretty amazing. I saw something there the other day that uh, Lincoln, I think in his first 22 games, is like 17-5. and five and they said Clay Helton, who they ran out of town, had the exact same <laughs> record in his first 22 games.
4: That came up in, I think, after year three of Jimbo at a and and it's obviously gotten worse, but comparing him and Sumlin.
3: Yeah. Well, and speaking of Sumlin, you probably have that story as well. Uh, yeah, Kevin Sumlin pulled over on a DUI. And yeah, he was a, Aaron, where is Kevin now? He's a co He's Maryland coordinator yeah, yeah. and <clears throat> you know I I was not the biggest Sumlin fan but I hate when folks uh, uh, you know something like this happens and I had somebody uh, in fact I was talking to my uh, criminal defense attorney buddy last night and he was saying, why are these people? Like, how do they not call Uber? Well, again, I get all that, and, yeah, he makes a lot of money, and he could easily get a car. But, Aaron, you were a bartender long enough to know people, no matter how much money they have, don't always make the greatest decision. You almost have to make that decision beforehand, don't you, to to arrange for a ride before you go out drinking. And the people that have been out drinking – Almost always, um, you know, they kind of think they're okay. Let's see. He was arrested in Florida, I think. Yeah. Uh, 59 years old, booked and released just before 9 a.m. Sunday after posting bond. He refused a breathalyzer test. Sumlin faces a second-degree misdemeanor charge, which carries a maximum jail sentence of 60 days and or a fine of no more than $500. Aaron, what do people say on those things? Like, are, do, do they advise people to refuse those, or is that the bad play to refuse a breathalyzer test on the, on the scene?
4: In Texas, with the way the laws are now, it doesn't really matter, because if you refuse, I think they can You're, get a court order to, do, to take blood, and you get your license suspended anyway for, I think, three months Automatically, if you refuse any of the tests,
3: how long does it stay in your blood for a pretty good long while? Like, you, it, oh, if you've been
4: drinking it, a lot, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's there.
3: But I'm just saying, like, if it was an hour or two before they could get the blood sample, would it have a chance your, your, to go back down?
4: Technically, they will usually. I, I've, I know someone who actually, by the time they took their blood, was slightly under and they still charged them because they said Interesting. it would have been yeah. over at the time of ah.
3: the test. Maryland Athletics is aware of the incident this past weekend involving football coach Kevin Sumlin. As this is an ongoing investigation, we will have no further comment. A team spokesperson would not say if Sumlin is working this week. Maryland plays at Northwestern on Saturday. Aaron, I I would... Think you could probably get past Northwestern without him, right? Yeah, I think he'll probably have a week off. <laughs> oh, Dion's talking about. Oh man, Aaron, we may need this later in the program here. I, anytime Dion weighs in on sign stealing, I've got an interest. Here's Dion on sign stealing. That's what he told reporters in Boulder earlier today. I don't know how accurate that stuff is. I mean, everybody's trying to get an edge. Everyone's trying to get an edge wherever they can. You can have someone's whole game plan. They could mail it to you. You've still got to stop it. <laughs> True, but ridiculous. Uh, Easier
4: to stop if you know it's coming.
3: In football, it's not as pronounced as baseball, Sanders said. If I know a curveball is coming, I got you. With football, I don't give a darn if you know a sweep is coming. You've still got to stop it. It's a physical game. you got to stop it. So that's a little tough. I don't buy into a lot of this stuff. That someone's stealing this, stealing that. I don't buy into a lot of that. You still got to go play the game. Uh, he also said he didn't seem too concerned about the allegations. He said, "Back in our glory days with San Fran as well as the Cowboys, you know darn well Emmett's getting the ball. You know darn well Mike Irvin is running to uh, to come uh, the comeback. You know darn well." Jay Novacek is going to do what he's going to do, and you can't stop it. Okay. Okay. I mean, I like that. It's like Jerry. Everything has to be like the 90s Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) Bring up like uh, the leading rusher of all time. Um, I mean, I I would imagine it would be easier if you knew for certain that Troy wasn't going to throw the ball and you could load the box mm-hmm. or you saw some sign that you could put everybody up there. Dion racing to the defense hmm. of Jim Harbaugh and <laughs> in, in saying he doesn't really believe in sign, you know, like there's anything about the sign stealing. Hmm. If I'm if I'm if I'm Pac-12 coaches and I know they're about in, in soon Checking to be sidelines. Big 12, I kind of Kinda of check on old Dion because Dion's. I mean, this is very, very interesting that Dion basically thinks this is a scam. Um, Connor Stallions, I love this guy. I just want to write a book about him. I want to know more about him. Like employing a former Army Ranger, Army Specialist. Trying to think, I need to look that up, Aaron, to see where Connor Stallions went to school. I think he was at one of the academies. Wow. And think about it, if you're Connor Stallions and, and, say, you went to the Naval Academy, Aaron, and you're over there helping Michigan. I mean, shouldn't he be helping the Naval Academy win games? <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is too good. All right, Aaron, you have one more or we need to go?
4: Uh just real quick, there is Tuesday yeah. night football tonight. New Mexico State on the road against Louisiana Tech, a six <laughs> o'clock kick on CBS Sports Network. And at six thirty on ESPNU, it's Liberty traveling to Western Kentucky. Are
3: there college football games that I wouldn't watch? Couple I think tonight? we found the answer is yes. Probably yeah, two a couple of them tomorrow. this evening. <laughs> All right, a couple tomorrow. I The Mac is interesting because they, they play sometimes on Wednesdays. I just I don't really get the Mac. I mean, I, I kind of respect Buffalo because they've had some good coaches. There may be somebody else I like, but the Mac doesn't do much for me. I'll tell you what does do something for me. I got Game 7 on one channel, and I got TNT 630 uh, Denver and the Lakers playing in a real ba- NBA basketball game. At at six thirty, like I, that's awesome. That uh, sign me up. I got an NBA game. I think starts at six thirty, and then that baseball game starts at seven oh seven. First pitch. That's a game seven. This is a fun night. And then that that guy Aaron for the uh, for whatever team the, the Suns that play later against Golden State. Can you believe it, Bill? I mean, how many games have he and Wall missed? if you did it, and they were together for several years, how many uh, games do you think they've missed over the past five to ten years? Like, it's staggering. And yet, Phoenix couldn't wait to trade for this guy. And, And he'll be lucky if he plays half their games this year. And then everybody's talking about how Porzingis, oh, my gosh, Boston's great this season. Oh, my gosh, they got Porzingis. How do we forget like from one off season to the the season like how why do we not like how in the world do people forget that these guys don't play? These guys just simply sit out it's kind of like uh oh our buddy for the Clippers I mean they they won't even show up and play in the playoffs. Paul George, Kawhi, they're just like ah, I don't not really feeling it man not really feeling it this year in the playoffs and yet yet by the I swear, Somewhere at point this season, we'll say they may win a title. They may win the NBA, the NBA title. They have players who won't even show up for the playoffs. Like why? Who I don't understand that. Like why would we? Why would we think they have a shot at anything? But the NBA is starting up, and I for one love the NBA. Aaron loves the NBA. Aaron to Drake and Cam, was there a mention of NBA opening night on the in the twelve to two program?
4: Uh, no, I don't think so. Boy, I think, no, there was, me. but it was a joking reference to our uh, our 11 to noon show, the press boxes. Drake said that they spent the entire hour talking about the NBA, which obviously they didn't mention it.
3: <laughs> but if you're going to joke about somebody not talking about the NBA, you <laughs> need to talk <laughs> about the NBA, Drake. I was monitoring Drake on social media last night, and I had to, I had to issue a, just a gentle correction. And then, as only Drake could, he kind of he kind of pushed back, <laughs> and I just left it alone after that. But um, Drake very active, extremely active on social media, and a huge Rangers fan. I would like to think, Aaron, we kind of provided Drake with a platform. To talk Rangers and really cut his teeth. And, I mean, obviously he called baseball in that Alaskan league, so he knows baseball. I think the man knows baseball. But he now, I think, is a huge, huge Rangers fan. And maybe he always was because he's from Arkansas. What about Cam? Who does Cam? Oh, Cam's a Red Sox fan. Is that right, Aaron?
4: I believe that's right,
3: yeah. Okay. I know he's a Patriots fan. It's like I don't really – I'm not monitoring them (laughs) as closely as I should be. All right, uh, it is uh, the Mosley Show. We're going to start the 5 o'clock hour. We may have already started it, but we're going to do some more in the 5, and we'll get back into Rangers Game 7, one of the greatest nights in team history that is next.
12: (laughs) football 2023 third and 10 at the charger 25 only heard here Herbert back pressure coming
5: again all
12: season throws it out intercepted Gilmore
5: Sunday afternoon it's your Cowboys and the Los Angeles Rams live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station
4: it's the Cowboys and the Rams Sunday morning starting with the pregame at 11 here on ESPN Central Texas
10: Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop
12: Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco Values.
6: With tension overseas, it's hard to gain peace of mind. The threat of an EMP blackout that would darken America's power grid grows every day. That's where GG EMP Protection comes in. It's not doomsday prepping, it's simply being ready. An EMP attack could leave you and your kids without a way to stay in touch, downing all modern cars and phones. GG EMP Protection provides secure radios and vehicle shields for less than $100. That's all it costs to keep your family connected at ggempprotection.com. Ensure your family's safety. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life or business insurance or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother, Jerry, played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son, Bo, played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency, Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051.
0: Jesse Britz Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake
5: inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com.
0: Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust.
9: Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com.
14: Everything we do, we do for you.
7: Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA. I thought I was going to have to go through a hip replacement or some painful, unsuccessful surgery or be crippled the rest of my life.
14: Electrical engineer Dan Vogler had awful arthritic pain in his hips, pain that not only affected him physically but also emotionally, and it spilled over even to his relationships.
7: I was almost mean. If you're in pain and other people don't sympathize with it, you're lashing out at the wrong people.
14: But then Dan found QC Kinetics with the latest advances in regenerative medicine, non-surgical treatments with lasting relief. I felt immediate relief. I mean, within half a day, much of the inflammation and pain was down. And today, Dan says he's totally pain-free, living the life he wants. At the end of the fourth treatment, I felt pretty much healed and enthused and was
7: raving about QC Kinetics. I can recommend them highly to anyone.
14: Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100.
8: That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100.
5: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome
0: back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Time Manufacturing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley.
3: On it is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And, uh, well, we... We, in case you missed it, I think most of you, or a lot of you are joining us now. As you're headed home, uh, we're going to let you hear from the Rangers, the uh, radio voice of the uh, Rangers, one of them. You've got Eric Nadel, of course, the Hall of Famer. you got Matt Hicks. And uh, Matt Hicks, fresh after, sleeping just a little bit, got in bed about 6 a.m., woke up. And had a lot of text messages. One was a request from me to be on today, so you'll get to hear from Matt Hicks. At we'll call it about 5:20, and uh, I think uh, think you will enjoy that. And uh, boy, what a day it's been! And uh, we'll uh, we're about 5:25 here, but we're just bringing you up to date on everything going on. We got MBA tonight. We've got uh, uh, Game Seven of the uh, uh, of the NLCS. Aaron, it's just funny when you get so emotionally invested in another in the ALCS, you almost feel kind of disconnected from <laughs> the other one. You know the NLCS, and of course they've made it to a Game Seven, so. I'm I'm excited. This game will be on TBS. We've gotten used to watching these games on Fox Sports 1. Aaron, I don't know if you've seen any, any ratings. Now, obviously, this game got broken open, so it may not get huge ratings. But I, I would think Game 5, even on a Friday, got some huge ratings. And then Game 7, um, where the Astros hung in there for a little while longer, may have – I I bet bet they got great ratings. But uh, here comes the Phillies and the D-backs. And, Aaron, I kind of think that the D-backs might be less intimidating. I mean, I don't think the Rangers are going to be intimidated by anybody. They have, for whatever reason, dominated the Phillies in recent years. They've won 12 (laughs) – and 12 straight against the Phillies. I don't know what in the world. I don't know what in the world uh, the reason for that is. Uh, Brandon, for the D-backs, the starting pitcher tonight, Brandon Fott, P-F-A-A-D-T, let's do a silent P, uh, rides a 10.2-inning scoreless streak into NLCS Game 7. Ranger Suarez for the Phillies 0.94 postseason ERA the lowest by any pitcher since at least 1913 Who are you rolling with? Who are you rolling with this evening? I do have the starting lineup in front of me for the Phillies. Uh Schwarber batting leadoff and DHing Trey Turner at shortstop, Harper uh, batting third. I like that guy, Aaron, with the huge – they've got some beard. They've always had the most bearded players. The <laughs> huge beards. Boom. Uh, that's that third baseman. I think he's got one. Stott is their second baseman. And then Real uh, Muto is their catcher. Castellanos, who we all know. Uh, out in right field, seventh. Left fielder Marsh, I think he's heavily bearded. And then the center fielder, Rojas. It's a good lineup. It's a good lineup. Um, I'm sitting here looking at whoever Castellanos is celebrating with. This guy's got the longest beard and longest hair. Not Castellanos, but whoever whoever that is. But they have some. And it reminds me of the old Phillies player, Aaron jason worth remember that he uh he had some he he had that long long beard and and all that kind of that kind of thing now phillies have been around since 1883 and today they'll play their first game seven in a in their 141 season history that's crazy that is that is wild now The batting order for the Diamondbacks. Cattell Marte, good player, leadoff playing second. Corbin Carroll, center field second, hitting second. Gabriel Marino, catcher third. That's interesting. Boy, when you have a catcher who hits that early in the lineup. Um, Christian Walker, batting uh, uh, cleanup, first baseman. Tommy Pham, the old Cardinal in right field. And then sixth, uh, Gurriel Jr., Evan Longoria hitting eighth and DHing. And then Emmanuel Rivera. Uh, bat- actually, Rivera's batting eighth. Longoria's seventh. And then Geraldo Perdomo. Geraldo Perdomo, the shortstop. And uh, for us, this will be a seven o seven. 0 first pitch tonight game seven back-to-back game sevens how fun is that man we got to watch one last night turn around watch one tonight and tonight's just kind of like fun sit there you don't have to be so like emotionally tied to it my family will like it because i don't clap i don't clap during like other games Like I was clapping a little loudly, almost kind of like one of those quarterbacks, Aaron, who's clapping for the snap. I had some loud clapping. All right, let's listen to uh, Matt Hicks.
5: Rangers Radio Network joins us next. This This is ESPN Central Texas.
9: Ask for Casasa Checking. It's our superpower. First Central Credit Union pays 5% APY on your checking account. There's no penalty in this game. Get great returns while having complete access to your cash. Get in motion with First Central's reward checking that refunds ATM fees nationwide. Enjoy an automatic savings feature that pays you too. It's a snap to apply online at firstcentralcu.com.
14: Everything we do, we do for you.
7: Eligibility and qualifications apply. APY annual percentage yield. Member NCUA.
0: Hey, football fans, the new Bears sports event posters are out. Brought to you by the following sponsors. Bivens Family Pet Cremations, H4 Property Inspections, Jr. Grace Realty and Property Maintenance, Bears Fine Italian Cuisine, Christian Rios Moving Service, Fred's Radiator and Auto Repair, Jasper's Barbecue, Viper Investigations and Legal Support, Happy Hounds Aquatic and Daycare Center, Airport Transportation of Waco, Art of Texas Chem Dry, and Humanity Speaking Incorporated. Brought to you and paid for by Prestige Marketing, LLC. Visit online at prestigemarketingllc.com.
5: Listen to The Matt Mosley Show online at SyntaxSportsFan.com.
14: I'm that guy. When you Google shoulder
1: pain, my face pops up.
14: But you don't have to be sidelined by pain anymore. Call
1: QC Kinetics to learn more about biologic therapies. Don't let your joint pain keep you from doing the things you love. There's a new natural solution that patients are raving about. QC Kinetics. Let QC Kinetics help you improve your quality of life.
8: Call QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100.
0: Are you ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust
5: now back to the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas
3: it is Matt Mosley the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas Rangers going to the World Series you just keep saying it it's a lot of fun Matt Hicks joining us now Rangers Radio Network and uh, Matt's had a fun night he's had a late night got back early this morning but Matt, I bet you didn't mind missing out on a little sleep. What a uh, what a huge moment for uh, uh, for the Rangers, their fan base, for your radio crew. Uh, how does it How does it feel this morning? Are you still just kind of reminding yourself, pinching yourself that that happened?
2: Hey, can you hear me? I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's been Maddie, It's been crazy. Um, you know, we didn't get back home. We didn't land, uh, in Dallas until about, uh, between two 30 and three this morning. And, um, I didn't get into my car and on the way home for a while, didn't get home until about four, didn't get to bed until about six this morning. um, and was just kind of thoroughly exhausted by that time, so I didn't get up until about 1:30 this afternoon. And uh, <laughs> the first, the, the first thing, the first thing that I did was <laughs> maybe wrongly uh, was to pick up my phone. And the number of people that have reached out, and I tried to respond to everybody that had texted me. Uh, and that's all I've done today. So I am actually just pulling out, uh, and I don't know if I can say the name of the establishment if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just pulling out of a firehouse subs mm-hmm. uh, because I need to eat something. I haven't even eaten today. <laughs> uh, and th- so that's kind of how crazy the day has been. And literally, like, I haven't responded to anyone on my emails. Uh, really haven't responded to anyone on social media. It's just it's just been uh, kind of crazy uh, ever since uh, the Rangers won last night.
3: What do you, when Seeger hit that home run, I mean it, it it didn't it just seem like it calmed? I mean, uh, it just made everything kind of like, oh, wow, they've gotten to them already. and it, it was already a nervous crowd. I mean, I'm sure they were loud, but boy, to immediately mute that crowd—and I say immediately—he was a second hitter up. But boy, that really set the tone. And then, for whatever reason, three runs, and then and then seeing their pitcher getting out that quickly, it just knocked everything out of that building. Not that they couldn't have overcome a three-run lead, but it, man, it just—you talk about all the air out of that building. And, and I, I think it started to be kind of a, a doom and gloom type audience, kind of like, uh-oh, uh-oh, this is not going to work out for us. And they continued their losing ways at home. But, man, what was that like? You were sitting there calling that action to, for Seeger to do that. It, it, that just felt huge to land a punch right away.
2: Well, I absolutely agree with you. Uh, there's no question about the fact that his home run and in the subsequent two runs that inning definitely sucked the air out of that building. <clears throat> now, can I be completely honest with you? Yes. Be- because you know I always am. I didn't. I didn't see that home run. <laughs> and let me and let me and let me tell you why. Because you know Simeon was retired, but. We were having just a couple of technical issues. And so at that moment, before Seeger hit the home run, I had taken off my headset and it turned to speak to our engineer. And while I was speaking with her, I heard this sound that was the sound of an explosion. And so I turned. Of course, Eric was on the call, was right on it. But yeah. I couldn't pick up the ball, so I didn't see the ball. I didn't see the majestic flight of that ball, as he described it, going into the second deck. Hitting one into the second deck in Houston is no small accomplishment. But unfortunately for me personally, I didn't see it. <laughs> 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 but my, yeah. my thought was, yes, this is one heck of a way to throw down the gauntlet and say, hey, hey, we're here for game seven. And then you're right, Matt, because the Rangers scored the three runs, but remember, had the bases loaded with only one out and couldn't get anything else across. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, I I hope that doesn't come back to haunt the club because my mind went back to my many years in the minor leagues and I had the opportunity to call a couple of championship series in the minor leagues and it took me back to my second year in pro ball in 1990 when the team that i was calling the play by play for in a deciding game of a championship series fell behind 5 to nothing after 3 innings and i remember how terrible i felt like oh my goodness against a team that was clearly the class of the league that year and you know are we going to be able to come back and we did, and we came back, and we won that game, which again was the final game of a championship series. And I thought a three nothing lead after a half an inning is nothing to be incredibly pleased about because there's a lot of work still left to do.
3: Yeah, and and then Adolis did what Adolis does, and that was remarkable. Uh, and and then to see him end up breaking Nelly's record for most RBIs in a series. Um, the ALCS with what fifteen. I mean, he's just wired differently than pretty much anybody in baseball. And and, and just from an emotional standpoint, he just folks feed off of him. Cause Seeger's great, but Seeger's is wired he he's wired differently, and, and that was what Seeger kept saying last night. Didn't he? They asked him about Adolis. He said he's a bad man, isn't he? And it's just like he—it was like he lives for that. I mean, the, the four strikeouts—you wondered if they were getting to him Sunday night. You had to wonder that. The way he was sure. swinging and all the strikeouts, and then he hits the grand slam. And I guess like if it's a movie or whatever, like that's the turning point or that's the big. Because again, they were up five-two, but for some reason that punctuation. That was just kind of like, uh oh, uh oh, what what have we done here? What have we done? Yeah. This guy just responded, and then he just carried on and had one of those unbelievable games. Um, it just it's got to be so much fun to be around him, and then just to call these games because he's uh, he's going to go down as one of the more beloved players. And what he was DFA'd just what couple of years ago, and and of course the Cardinals did the same thing. Um, Basically, gave up on him, right? And and he he's going to end up becoming perhaps one of the more important players in team history. It's just kind of crazy when you think about all that.
2: It it is crazy when you take all of that in. And you know, you go to the quote uh, from McCorey about Adolis being a bad man, and it's and I and I understand that connotation, but he's actually a very good man. He is a family man, uh, and. Uh, just a, a little insight into Adolis when we were in, <clears throat> pardon me, when we were in Chicago earlier this year playing the White Sox. I asked him in particular about his friendship with uh, fellow Cuban Luis Robert uh, and uh, if, in fact, um, he considered him to be his best friend. And Adolis' response was, "All of my friends are my good friends." Um, And he's got a lot of very good friends and a lot of people that care about him, a lot of people that he cares about. Um, And it's really sort of unique for us to be in a position to get to see that side of Adolise, the family man that he is, uh, the good-hearted friend that he is to so many. But then when he puts on the uniform, and in this situation with everything that developed late in this series, to become public enemy number one in Houston and to have the kind of games that he had in game six and game seven were clearly in game six after that thunderous negative uh, greeting that he got from the Houston fans. And it wasn't when he first came up to bat. It was when he was introduced in the starting lineup. Uh, It was probably more thunderous from a negative perspective than what, um, Jose Altuve uh, got every time he came to bat in Arlington. Uh, and clearly I think that impacted him because it looked like he was trying to do too much, you know, it looked like he was trying to hit the 10 run home run and then for him to hit the slam like he did essentially replicating his performance from early September against Minnesota when he had struck out four times and then came up in the ninth inning and hit a walk-off home run to beat the twins now he hits a sort of a clinching slam in game six. And then for him to receive the same greeting early in game seven. But each time he came up, he did something positive. He drove in a run each of his first three times up, one time driving in two. And each time it's like the Houston fans were like, "Uh, oh, I can't even boo him as hard as I did before. And those <laughs> boos, the boo level, the boo level came down each time. And by the time he came up for his final at bat last night, they didn't have it in them. They they, they couldn't even summon up the anger. Uh, It truly was remarkable to watch. And I I couldn't be happier for him and how he was able to respond and to rebound from those four strikeouts in game six.
3: I mean, he's just incredible uh, to watch his emotion and, and all of that and who knows where he'll stack up. As far as like most beloved Rangers ever, I was thinking earlier. I brought this up: Pudge, Beltray, Michael, Nolan. I mean, those were the names obviously that came to mind. But I thought after this series, and of course sometimes we're we got recency bias. But Adolis is like kind of headed that direction. I mean, I, who knows where he'll end up? But it's just uh, there's just something about about the way he plays the game. And all the emotion. And it just, this team, that's what makes them so perfect because they got a bunch of guys that are fairly quiet and, and in some ways like the state of themselves. Uh, and yet this guy is just the emotion. It's just, it's a really cool team, the way up and down. And it's not constructed like every other team, right? I mean, you got Garver right. al- almost in the everyday lineup, you've got Heim. So you've got these two catchers. Most teams, like Houston, they can't even get their good hitting catcher into a game, right? And everybody gets mad yeah. at the manager because he can't get him into a game soon enough. And then they bring up the 21-year-old. Uh, so there's just so many unbelievable storylines with this team. And then Evan Carter, the rookie I was just talking about, with that that was a huge – I mean, to, to get that double, the two-run, uh, I mean, you know, to go up 6-2, in a sense, that was the moment. Again, not that you breathe that easily, but it felt like that was like a dagger-type deal. You know, and everything else after that, they piled on. But that was a huge Mm -hmm. moment.
2: Man, I tell you what, in the booth, and Eric had to call on that one, and uh, I was paying attention on that at bat. (laughs) I had my headphones on. I was ready to make a comment. But I think I had more of a visceral reaction to Carter's two-run double than any other play in the ball game because I felt like that was probably the moment that the Rangers separated themselves from the Astros, right? You you go from four, two to six, two. And yet another incredible story, you know, uh, Evan Carter, he might not be putting up the kind of gaudy numbers that Adolis is capable of putting up and did in this series, but he does something positive every game to help you win a game uh, and to be 21 to have spent most of the season at double a, to get just a little taste of triple a, and then to come to the big leagues and to have the kind of impact that he's had on this ball club is truly remarkable again, given his age, but he is so mature for his age. And you, you, you talk about the Adoli's story about being DFA, you know, for, for Mike Fulton and then to be able to uh, stay in the system, to plow his way back into favor. And Evan Carter, it's a different story. You know, the, the Rangers as an organization were excoriated when Carter was drafted in the second round because nobody else in baseball had him on their draft boards. Like, forget that he was taken in the second round There wasn't anybody targeting him to be drafted at all, period. And when the Rangers drafted him, all of these so-called experts were like, why is Texas throwing away its second-round pick? What are they doing? This kid's never going to play in the big leagues. (coughs) Pardon me. For uh, Kip Fag and everyone else in the Rangers scouting department to have Carter not only make it to the big leagues as quickly as he has, but for him to be the three-hole hitter, and delivering some of the most important hits for this club this season. I just I can't imagine how happy everyone is that was involved in that decision.
3: How fun will it be, Matt Hicks, to watch another Game 7 without all the emotion? You know, it'll be interesting to find out who the Rangers are playing, but but you don't have all this emotion, and you could actually sit back and just kind of enjoy a baseball game tonight. Do you have any preference? I know the Rangers have this weird streak against the Phillies, I think I saw, which is odd. Um, it, it was it like 12 straight wins? I mean, and of course, that right. has to be over a, a few seasons. And then, of course, right. the D-backs, who we didn't expect to take it this far. Um, any any preference from you or any particular team you think they match up with better?
2: I, I don't. Uh, have a preference. I think um, a lot of people think that the Diamondbacks would be uh, an easier opponent, if I can use that very simple word, uh, compared to the Phillies. Um, But, having said that, um, we swept the Phillies to begin the year. And you're right, you referenced the um, uh, let's see here, what am I doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um, We swept the Phillies earlier this year. We did not play well against the Diamondbacks. And if the Diamondbacks – pardon me. Man, if the Diamondbacks win tonight, they're better than the Phillies. And we'll have proven so over a seven-game series. Yeah. So, I think that whole thing about the the Phillies being better than the Diamondbacks goes out the window if the Diamondbacks win today. And, like I said, we didn't play as well against Arizona – Um, So I really really don't have a preference. I think you can argue that the Phillies have a better lineup than the Diamondbacks, but the Diamondbacks have some very capable bats in their lineup and some guys that have just been really, you know, they have some really difficult outs in that lineup. You know, Corbin Carroll is an obvious one. Christian Walker is as well. But a guy like Geraldo Perdomo that people go, "Uh, who's he? He is one tough out. Um, and he's one of those guys that pitchers hate to face because, oh, well, I'm going to need to throw 10 or 12 pitches here just to get this guy out. So I really don't have a preference. I don't know as though the Rangers have a preference for me personally. I might be rooting for the Phillies because that means I get to go back to the East Coast and see my daughter for a few more days. Oh, nice. Uh, but that's a, that's a personal preference. Um, um, so anyway, I, I, I might be rooting a little bit for the Phillies just because of that, uh, but but not for any baseball reasons.
3: Now, do announcers have a a little champagne toast or a beer or something, uh, or whatever your choice might be after something like that? While everybody's celebrating, you are still doing interviews and 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 doing the post game, <laughs> and then you hand it over. Did you at least kind of sneak down there afterwards and and take part in some of the celebration? How do you handle that?
2: No, there was no sneaking. Jared, of course, got to be a part of it because he was down there doing all of the interviews. Um, you know, Eric had to ride shotgun over our coverage, and uh, then once we were done with our extended coverage, we obviously had to help wrap up because, you know, we we had to get the uh, gear uh, down onto the truck. So, so we weren't down and in, in a part of the celebration. In the past, you know, for for special moments, we have had a bottle of champagne uh, to share uh, amongst ourselves. Um, the Astros radio guys who are great, uh, Robert Ford and Steve Sparks and their engineer, Matt Bolts, uh, they actually offered us uh, some beer, but we declined, and I think a part of it is just getting old. Uh, I really can't have alcohol right now because of some of the medications I'm on, and uh, Eric had to decline as well. So the only thing that we had in the booth, I drank some water, and Eric ate some Cracker Jacks. <laughs> and, and that was it.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> Cracker Jacks, I hope he got a good prize. I hope it was a good one. And uh, and uh, boy, I and I I really appreciate this. Uh, glad you got just a little bit of rest this morning. And I know you got everybody trying to get you on right now. So it really means a lot, uh, Matt, that you worked us in. Uh, take some of that throat coat. Uh, Eric is the one who put me on the throat coat herbal tea uh many years ago and it it's an amazing yep. thing but uh but you sound great so I, you don't need a lot of it but maybe a little honey and <laughs> and uh throat coat but uh i appreciate it and uh man we'll look forward to hearing from you in the world series that starts friday night
2: it's pretty exciting uh thank you so much for having me on
5: you bet you bet there he goes matt hicks rangers radio network To keep your energy costs low, seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation.
0: Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255 and ask for Matt. map.
5: You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel
6: Studios. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank Central, Central National Bank, member FDIC.
12: You'll enjoy great food and great service before or after a Baylor football or basketball game at the Brazos Landing. Located within walking distance from McLean Stadium and Baylor's new Foster Pavilion, don't wait in traffic, enjoy a meal on the water at the Brazos Landing. Reservations welcome. And for Baylor home games, park your car at the Brazos Landing for $50 and get that $50 back as voucher for your upscale dining experience. It's the Brazos Landing where I-35 and the Brazos River meet.
6: Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life or business insurance or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051.
5: Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, football fans, the new Bears sports event posters are out.
0: Brought to you by the following sponsors. Bivens Family Pet Cremations, H4 Property Inspections, Jr. Grace Realty and Property Maintenance, Bear's Fine Italian Cuisine, Christian Rios Moving Service, Fred's Radiator and Auto Repair, Jasper's Barbecue, Viper Investigations and Legal Support, Happy Hounds Aquatic and Daycare Center, Airport Transportation of Waco, Art of Texas Chem Dry, and Humanity Speaking Incorporated. Brought to you and paid for by Prestige Marketing, LLC. Visit online at prestigemarketingllc.com.
5: It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
3: Well, it is time for the dismount and big night tonight. Game seven, D-backs and Phillies getting it on. That will be a good one and we'll see who the Rangers are going to play in the World Series. World Series gets going Friday. All the games, uh, from what I can tell, start at 7.03 all right let's keep it the same it'll be 7.03 about six o'clock on the uh, pregame show um, at least for Fox that is and, uh, and that'll be great we'll get it on we'll see um, I something tells me the Phillies are going to pull this game out tonight I just for I mean it just doesn't The D-backs were not even that great this season, but some might argue that about the Rangers. Rangers did have a really good season from a win standpoint and had some great moments of the season, but also had some uh, valleys in there. But they happened to be playing their best baseball at the best possible time, and they took down the mighty Astros. I can't believe we're sitting here saying this. Post-game five, I thought we were going to be kind of saying, well, man... That would have been fun. It was a good season. But now the beat goes on and the Rangers in the World Series. And I find myself, even though I was at the World Series games in 2010 and 11 covering it, I kind of want to be there. I kind of want to be there Friday. I'm going to look into it. I bet Drake's already. He's a man who loves to buy a good ticket. Uh, And... uh, He's a man with with means. He's a guy. He makes a lot of money, and so he'll try to be there as well. All right, everybody, have a great evening, and we'll get back with you tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Thank you, Aaron. Everybody have a tremendous evening. Good night.
5: This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
12: Summer Jack of Big 12 football on today.